Is his strong listen body? Is radioactive blood? Can he swim from a cell? Take a look overhead, he dead. There's ghost the Spider-Man. The jail of night had the scenes of a crime. Like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wealth and fame is ignored. This is episode 608 for April 2020. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is on YouTube on the channel Hot Sale Jazz and Pop. I'm not sure if that's the name of the band or what, but that was a cool rendition of the Spider-Man theme song. I thought you all would enjoy it. Before we get to this episode of Spider News, I want to thank people that made this episode possible for you to listen to. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they said, you know what? I enjoy your show. I enjoy the website. I want to help you pay the bills, and I want to get some perks in in, uh, the meantime. So log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. One of the perks is I read your name at the top of every episode. So a big thank you goes out to Robert, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, uh, Josh, Zach, Mohammed, Laura, Noah, Frederick, Venkman, Sailor Sega, Craig, Andrew, Michael K, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, hashtag something good for you, Hafskimo, Patrick, Will, Symbiobro, Dowd, Taylor, JB, Stephen, Jay, Scott, Michael, 2099, AJ, Chris, John, Bob, Datboy, Eric, and Curtis. Again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Uh, a couple perks that you get from uh, doing that as a thank you. You get uh, every month the Spider Satellite review episode. Also, we uh, you get the video of the recording of the podcast uh, earlier than anybody else does. You also get each episode that's re- publicly released. You get them two weeks earlier than anybody else. Uh, and you know what? Since the co- uh, Diamond is not shipping comic books, we've got some fun things planned. We're going to do some Spider-Man uh, games etc. until comics are released. So we'll put those up on Patreon too. So one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. I appreciate it. And they help you listen to more episodes by supporting what you enjoy. All right, let's get on with it. You'll find the spider Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our off-the-wall spider news. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Javi. What's going on, sir? Hey, everyone. What pop do you have over your shoulder now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> going there. By the way, what do you think? Tiger King pops. They're coming. Oh, oh yeah. They are. I, I, I guarantee you. Once gonna plants sign open off. up again. Tiger King pops. Zach, what's going on, Zach? I. You know, What's your grade on Tiger King? Uh, it's, a, it's a it's a it's an F. Like like <laughs> I, I wanted I want my t- I only watched the first episode, and I wanted oh. my time back. Yeah. Oh oh, I got two left to go, sir. Oh, oh. I, like like I'm like <laughs> it, it, it's the train wreck theory and the fact that we have nothing else to do. It's just it really absolute perfection for Netflix. Like we lose we we lose the Marvel contract, but we've got Tiger King. <laughs> Uh, Kelly, what's going on, Kelly? Hi. And your grade for Tiger King? <laughs> uh, my grade for Tiger King is don't do meth, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> actually, yeah. the older yeah. man tries to get you addicted to it so that yeah. you'll marry him. The other voice you heard is Ashley. Your grade on Tiger King? 
Oh man, no one wins. No one wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And JR, who has no idea what Tiger King is all about. What's going on, JR? I, I don't uh, I don't know what's going on in any Netflix show because I don't do Netflix. I don't do Facebook. I don't do most of the social media. JR barely does electricity. All right. Uh, uh, so what's going on with the comics? Uh, we just, uh, nothing's going on with comics. Hobby. All right. Well, let me get into my full-on oh mode here. Oh wow. my goodness. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay, so so for so for our people not watching this us like recording this on YouTube, Javi just she, he shows up in a blanket. It was cold. And then he just took off his blanket to reveal that he is completely dressed up and he is now wearing glasses He's and he is very Superman. professional. And yes. serious about this news story, guys. This is my first news show. I want it to be great. Oh, the person, oh, only person oh. ever to wear a tie on the podcast. Wow. <laughs> no, no, I have worn a tie on the podcast. Yeah, but you didn't wear pants with it. All right, Javi. <laughs> Wait, how do we know that? Uh, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Michael Reed wants to know where'd Javi go? Who's this guy? Uh, okay, Javi, take me through Diamond closing up due to Corona. Oh. So, Brad, in a blow to publishers, comics distributor to withhold payments. I This story has so many twists and turns, I don't know where you, to even start. So the coronavirus is messing every single thing up. Uh, and eventually Diamond decides that they are not going to ship comics anymore due to health concerns, due to shelter in place. DC, their uh, printers have ceased printing, so they have no new books coming out. Mm -hmm. But now Diamond is withholding payments to, I'm not even really sure because it doesn't say if it's to Marvel or to DC or to the actual stores themselves, but no one's giving them money because they're not getting money in because they're closed. Yeah. So everyone was placing all their bets that this program called Comic Hub was going to be a temporary stopgap. What Comic Hub is, is you would buy your digital, you would buy your print comics, which would unlock a digital code that you could read when it gets released digitally. And then theoretically, when all this is over, you could go to the comics shop that you purchased it through their store, digital storefront and pick up your print hard copies of the digital issues that you've been reading this whole time. Uh, one of the big problems with that is since we have no idea how long this shortage is going to last, how long we're going to be isolating in place, that the people on the ground could have four weeks of comics built up that they'd have to figure out who owns what and who gets mm -hmm. delivered what. And if it goes on for longer, that just increases exponentially. It could be... Yeah. 10 weeks, it could be 20 weeks. And a lot of stores have a hard enough time maintaining a profit as it is. And there's just too many questions and issues on, on how any of this would really work. It was a good idea in theory, but a lot of the um, individual stores were against the idea. Uh, and it turns out that Marvel and DC, uh, I guess, weren't so keen on it either. Uh, one of the original ideas was that digital was still going to be a thing, 
and that print would come later that Marvel was going to release their books. DC was going to release their books. Uh, but once DC decided we're only going to be releasing our digital first series and our trade paperbacks uh, on Wednesdays digitally, uh, Marvel quickly joined their group as well and is not releasing any new material, uh, which unfortunately leaves us with a Brad Douglas D grade for the last issue of Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Reading for 40 years ends on Grog. Gog. Grog. Gog. So while Comic Hub was a potential possibility that sites like Bleeding Cool were touting as uh, our potential savior, um, those dreams quickly turned to dust. And here we are in a comicless wasteland. Okay. It's, it's temporary, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and well, the problem is, is it, it is temporary and that's just entertainment for us. Yeah. As consumers, but mm -hmm. for those who work on the books, um, it just came out recently that Marvel was sent sent an email uh, to new launching titles that possibly were getting launched in May yeah. and June. Your Black Widows, your Taskmasters, you're, you're getting your Empire tie-ins, those are getting pushed back. Yeah. And 20%, this is a, a kind of a vague figure that got pushed out there that they are not going to be paid for working on material. So one fifth of their staff yeah. right now, they said, uh, "Stop working. We're not going to be able to pay you." Yeah. Um, so what from, about Snowflake from... and Safe Space? I don't want to miss those. Oh, you mean the new, yeah. new Warriors? Yes. No. Yeah. I, you know, and and the, uh, the guy who got his powers from Granddad's internet gas. I don't want to miss that one. So in addition, <laughs> in addition to all that, you have the shop owners too. Yeah. Um, which is my my big concern. That's I, same. My former shop in Tucson, Charlie's Comics is a one-man operation. He only takes off, I think, Thanksgiving and Christmas, yeah. two days out of 365. And uh -huh. because of shelter in place, no one can come in his store. He's taking pictures, posting them on Facebook of yeah. his stock, and you know he'll mail you uh, yes. anything that he's got. Or if he can order uh -huh. it for you, he'll order it for you and ship it to you. And yeah. uh, my shop in Austin is doing something very similar. You send in your email pull list for whatever back issues and they'll see if they have it and send it out to you. And that's, that's how they're trying to stay afloat. But they had to let go three quarters of their staff. Yeah. They can't afford to pay them. I... So while it sucks for us to not have something new to read this week, other people are hurting a lot, lot more. Exactly. Yeah. And, but that's also my thing on like when everybody was all, all up for comics hub versus, you know, our digital platforms only, that was my main concern was because that does hinder the comic book shop because especially if this goes on for longer than a few weeks and it's more than just, you know, two or three issues kind of catching up from the digital comics, what's, you know, the people that are normally used to going into the comic book shops are just going to stick to digital at that point. So how are you supposed to get them back into the comic book store? This is this is one of the big concerns, I think, not just for comics retailers, but for retailers in general. Because people are suddenly going to get used to getting things completely online. And, and whereas they're being forced to, as opposed to it being a luxury, if that makes yeah. sense. That's so true, I yeah. think it's not just going to affect... Uh, this also is is one of the big issues of having one distribution system for comics in terms of print. Uh, 
you know, when they got the monopoly in this particular realm, it was, oh, everything's great because of obviously what happened with Heroes World and mm-hmm. Marvel and the bankruptcy and everything like mm-hmm. that. But this is now the nuclear option that was unfortunately had to be imposed. So now yeah. suddenly an entire industry got, gets disrupted because we have no way of, dis- there's no direct distribution from Mar- from Marvel yeah. or DC. Yeah. Um, Eddie, I, I know you're listening. So I, 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 I'm not seeing it on the feed. I don't know what happened. But what did Diamond specifically say to the retailers? I, I, I know we've gotten a lot of hearsay, but I, I, I'm curious as to what, uh, as a retailer, what did what did they send you? Did they send you something very specific, like a letter or or an email, or what did they do? Because I've heard different things. Um, you know, there was, you talk about like what, uh, what hobby was talking about with having a guy that basically runs, you know, runs his own, you know, one man operation. It's the same thing with my local comic shop. He's been around for 29 years. Luckily he has other stream forms of revenue, not just comics. He does a lot of games and stuff like that, but this is, this is why so many people are scared because this is such a disruption to everybody yeah. having to shelter in place. I mean, we just had our first confirmed case in my town literally Thursday, and now we're up to five. Yes. Yeah. Um, because allegedly there was, this is all rumors and hearsay, so take this with a grain of salt, but allegedly there was a guy that went to Walmart after he found out he got tested positive and mm-hmm. exposed who knows uh to to potentially um and so it really uh, so I, i'm hopefully eddie's typing an answer out sorry oh, actually yeah. i'm trying to add eddie to the feed we're gonna add him yeah. uh, real I quick mean, okay great i also i mean i also want to like just point out like you know i've mentioned my day job is in print you know with with those presses so like this does the thing is is like this shut down so many things for safety reasons which is important but it's also like you have the production had to be halted Mm -hmm. to keep people safe and so it it, it's just kind of showing you it's like because i saw someone was like well this is why diamond can't be the only distributor i would hope all distributors jr can i take you out for a minute sure okay here comes Eddie, what's up, man? Hi, Eddie. Hey. Hey. Welcome. How you doing? Oh, I I love over your shoulder. Those are the 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 Marvel glasses we've talked about in the past. Other other. Yeah. Yeah, I love those. Well, I'm all backwards. Where are they? Collection of expensive comics back over there. Wasn't it Seven Eleven or where did you get those back in the day? No, those are the old. Um, Pepsi glasses. They're not the 7-Eleven cups. 7-Eleven were plastic cups. I remember that. Yeah. 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 So I hear you talking about retailers and Diamond. Yes. Tell yeah. me. By, by the way, do you like Diamond? Do you get along with Diamond? It's They're, they're a monopoly, man. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the people that I've dealt with, my, my former rep who unfortunately uh, left Diamond, he was great. If I ever had a problem, he took care of it. Uh, there were times where I ran up against, you know, being a newer retailer, 
Well, yeah. newer, I mean, only being doing this for about five years. Yeah. The first couple of years, there were times where I like ran into problems and he like immediately contacted me and like swooped in to like save me. Um, the uh, the uh, finance account woman, Maria, she's great too. Um, I, I talk to her all the time, but you know, it's it's a monopoly. So you've yeah. got uh, you got to deal you with get what you get from Diamond. You know, you yeah. get yes. things that are messed up, screwed up. You have nowhere nowhere else to go. Yeah. Would, would it be better if you had competition? I mean, uh, competition is better. It'd be nice if what was it, Capital City back in the nineties or eighties? There were several back in the eighties and the nineties, and they yeah. all pretty much just just disappeared. It would be great if there was, and I see this current situation that we're in kind of like opening a door to possible people coming in and taking over uh, part of the market, I think. I mean, yeah. it's, it's possible, and I, I think it would be good, especially with some, some of the other struggling uh, public, like just presses, people that the press, own the presses, yeah, prints, yeah because you know, that is one thing just coming from a standpoint of knowing the press that our, you know, our customers for at least the presses that I, I handle, they're going to need some help to get back up because this completely stopped everything. So Eddie, how are you dealing yeah. with it? You're, you're, you're shipping PayPal stuff. How are you, you're walking comics outside to people in the cars. What are you doing? Yeah, all of the above. When it it started, we um, we actually closed the doors about two weeks ago because we were told by the city of Santa Monica or basically L.A. that um, non-essential businesses had to close. Um, and, you know, it wasn't a matter of, you know, we would like you to close. It's like, that's it. You are prohibited from being open to the public. Uh. So we closed the doors. And then the, the following week on Tuesday – that was the last diamond pickup of new books right. and the last Wednesday of new books. So we basically got in all the new books, but no one to sell them to. So we, as usual, did all of our pulls for all our pull customers. And then my wife and I, uh, we're the ones that actively manage the shop. We literally began to call every single pull customer down the list of all the pull customers we have to let them know We've got your books. We can take payment over the phone or send you an online invoice. You can, um, or you can, we can ship it to you. But we were determined to make sure that we made money that week by calling literally every pull customer that we had. Yeah. And we actually did pretty good that week, which I was really surprised. And there were so many pull customers that were um, very supportive and said, I'm sorry you guys are closed. We want to help you out. Let me buy everything in my pull folder. Oh, Let me put awesome. on a gift certificate on top of that. Uh -huh. And um, we did really well that week, but then we were pr fully prepared to do that every week to try to stay alive. But then all of a sudden diamond pretty much came down yeah. with the word of that's it. No more new books. And now we're kind of scrambling, trying to put whatever we can online, uh, work our social media to try to get our, our regular customers to, to call us up or email us and say, Hey, we want that book or we want this. Yeah. So I, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen because I don't know how long we can survive like this. Wow. So Anthony Eddie, says there's a there's a ban on plastic in New York, so he can't get bags and boards. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It yeah. is crazy. Uh, this, remind, this reminds me of yeah. a story, Brad. Yeah, I just put the comment on the screen. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, I remember talking with people at Hastings, 
when Hastings was first getting into the comics industry. And I remember them literally going up and trying to negotiate pricing with Diamond. And Diamond basically laughed in their face and said, no, just yeah. because you're going to be buying in bulk doesn't like you're going to do it our way or no way yeah. at all. And so I, I, I empathize with you, Eddie, in how the good you get the good and the bad with diamond yeah. but doesn't this go uh, diamonds monopoly is a problem but doesn't this go beyond that monopoly because if dc can't go to a printer to print the books to get to diamond whether we have five distributors or just the one that's, you can't have a book period and now that's I, that's what i'm trying to state is that uh, like this stopped everything yeah, and yeah so, it did. like so, that's that's the problem. Like I would hope that maybe this create somebody decides, Hey, Oh, you know, another print company goes, Hey, I want to get into comics. I want to distribute some comics. I want to do this. I, I would hope so. So it creates some healthier competition, but right now there's nothing, there's nothing that can be done. I, right. Now there better. was actually talk uh, about a year or so ago of people trying to start another distribution company that would focus on, smaller publishers or smaller creators that aren't getting picked up by diamond, yeah. which is a great yeah. idea it, because it is. now you yeah. have a whole other distributor that is servicing people that aren't getting serviced by diamond. Mm -hmm. it, I don't think it ever really got off the ground because I've never heard anything uh, from them ever again. But if they were to try to attempt that and to try to even maybe like take away some of the smaller publishers away from diamond, now is the time to do it. Exactly. And I fully support that. I really think there should be at least one other distributor yeah. that is going to keep diamond on their toes. Yeah. What, uh, what about that comic hub thing uh, uh, that Javi was talking about where you get a code, okay. but you can pick that up. Tell me about that, Eddie. Well, do, I've got some like strong opinions on that. Now um, I'm a comic hub user. I have a comic hub account <laughs> and um, it, it's a pretty massive POS program for comic shops because it does so much more than just ring up sales. It tracks your inventory it markets to all your customers and even beyond mm -hmm. your customers. It does so much. And Stu, the guy that started comic hub is like constantly thinking ahead and trying to come up with more and more stuff to do. And his basic idea was that, uh, Hey, if we can't make money off the print versions of these comics, which aren't coming out, let's figure out a way to make money off of the digital versions. And I'm all for that because I'm really, really, I'm gonna say some stuff here, but a lot of the, um, a lot of the uh, retailers that were so against this and are so against digital are so small-minded and in my opinion, like whiny crybabies <laughs> because yeah. yes, their digital is taking a small percentage of the market, but it's only a small percentage yeah. of the market. And when you look at it where it's at now, it's long since plateaued. So it's not going to take anything away from comic shops, really, because people who uh, buy print don't really do digital and people who die buy digital don't really go into comic shops. So it's like two different beasts. So if someone can come along and say, hey, I'm going to figure out a way for a comic shop's to continue to make money off of print, but also figure out a way to make money off of digital, That'd be not cool. just temporarily, but maybe even in the long run, what's wrong with that? Now we're making money off of both. One being the, this horrible thing that comic shops are so against and hate so much. Well, would you hate it if you're actually making money off of it now and getting a piece of that pie? It's yeah. no different than yeah. 
bookstores that figured out that, hey, digital is taking a cut of the market. So let's come up with things like, you know, Nook and Kindle to to take advantage of it and make money off of it. Yeah, but yet I, comic I thought, shops are I, like they're going the complete yeah. opposite way and completely just being um, uh, uh, just wanting having nothing to do with it. When the money is there and the market is there, you can take a slice of that pie. Yeah, I, I don't thought, get it. I thought comic shops totally hated digital. That's well, what I, I they thought. do. They I do. Mean, the yeah. majority of them do. I don't. I don't see what the big deal. I'm. I'm a a, a web comic creator for crying exactly, out loud. Yeah. Why would I hate digital? If I can figure out a way for my shop to make money off of digital, exactly, why wouldn't I take exactly. advantage of that and add that to the print uh, mm -hmm. uh, profit that I make? It's not going to take away from the money that I make from print in any way. It's oh, not uh, because the customers uh, that I have that come in and buy print are going to buy digital for a short period of time. They're going to do it. And then once everything is back up and running, they're going to come right back in the shop and buy the print again. I'll say this. I'm surprised that, that Amazon never that, I mean, they bought comiXology, but then they never just tried to get into the print. So, side. so your, your kin. Well, yeah, they never got into the print side. Um, I was going to say, cause I was like the Kindles read, read the comics and that's what they try to promote most of their books on. I mean, Amazon in general, they, they allow indie like indie creators to almost self-publish their own ebooks. So right. they they kind of really want to hinder on that the uh, internet aspect and digital aspect of everything. Yeah, so. I, I you know I, I'm I'm somebody that uses Comicsology mainly because I moved an hour away from my shop. Yeah, and I wasn't right going to be able to regularly go to the shop anymore. But uh, has it stopped you from liking print comics or buying print comics? No. No, I, I mean exactly. If I if I have an opportunity to buy a print comic, I'll buy a print comic. Like I yes, uh, eventually. In I fact, you know how many times in my shop people have said, "Hey, I read this comic on Comicology. I really liked it. So now I'm coming in to buy the rest of it from you." That yeah. happens all the time at my shop. Yeah. Exactly. Why would I, mean, I try to hinder digital? It helps me. Yeah. It can yeah. Be, yeah. It, it's the gate. It's the spinner rack for the for the. It's for the, the spinner rack in, on yes. your phone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if there's something you really love, you'll want a physical copy of it yeah. too. Like there's like movie collection with books, you know. Yeah. Right. It. right now, it is the only thing that is bringing people into the shop, or one of the only things, mm -hmm. because okay. the movies sure as hell aren't doing it. Oh, that's but sick. people seeing stuff digitally on Comicsology, that's their readers. That's getting them to come in the shop and buy the print version. Eddie, your your web address is it HeidiHoComics.com? Is that your website? Oh. Eddie, you froze up on me. Sorry. Oh, oh. Is HeidiHoComics.com your website? HeidiHoComics.com, and then my webcomic is CollectorsComic.com. So how can yeah, we help? There you it is right can, there. can we go right here and order stuff from you? You got your eBay auctions over on the right, on the left. I mean, um, yeah, the eBay store is there, and that's mainly for a lot of our older, more expensive books. We so are literally right now, as we speak, scrambling to try to make more of our store inventory available online. So it's I'm one man. I'm I'm trying very hard to get it done. Yeah. Uh, here's some of your stuff you've got. What is this? What is that? Uh oh. Uh oh. Brad's like uh, Brad. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Okay, Brad. I bought a um a huge collection of vintage British comics off oh, of a guy. British. Okay. And just tons of great. Spider-Man stuff. Hold on. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, you got it there. Oh no. Got the We've already stuff. gone off the rails. Uh -oh. <laughs> Here, I'm Poor JR. Hold on. 
I don't know if you can see this. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, oh, never, oh. oh that's, yeah. Now, that's, that's British. It's not the Mexican uh, comics where uh, Gwen lived, right? Eddie, how much no, these are the British reprints yeah. of all the Spidey stuff. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Anybody watching, you can. And then, oh, it's not Spidey, but this is Steranko. Steranko Steranko Yeah. Nice. Anybody <laughs> wants to buy this stuff, Eddie's got it on HeidiHoComics.com. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving you a free ad, Ed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Eddie, you know, I. I, I know that right now it's a, it's a very tenuous time for you. And, and yeah. I, I just hope that this ends as quickly as possible, just so you can yeah. get back to doing what you love, which is owning that Same. store. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know how hard you work to get all those amazing Spider-Man issues. Yeah, He sold his complete amazing Spider-Man collection to open this comic store. Yeah. And yeah. I remember how proud you were when you finally completed it. And, so I know that that it took a it took a lot to decide to make that investment and, and buy the shop. Ashley, you got uh, this. Yeah, I still cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, now you almost. I have to ask. Do you have the complete Ooh. run in the shop? Almost. Right now, no. Um, you know it, the the older inventory, like that kind of stuff, really just changes over a lot because you know I buy collections all the time for the shop. And unlike other shops, I tend to price my older stuff like that very, I think, very fair. So a lot of those good key issues like that sell pretty quickly. Unlike yeah. shops who like overprice it and it sits on the wall forever because no one's yeah. ever going to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I price my stuff pretty fairly. So a lot of that stuff sells quick. And in fact, after I sold off that entire collection to buy the shop, about the first few months of owning the shop, someone came in with a giant box of old comics and said, do you buy comics? I got this box of old comics. You want to buy it? And it was all Silver Age Spider-Man. So this stuff comes back. It all comes back around. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eddie, anything else? You, how can we help you out? Go to your website. Uh, you, how do you... Um, if you got comics, oh, back issues you want to buy, stop buying. Yeah, if you want, if you got, old, if you want to buy old stuff, you can always go to my eBay store, which is um, the link is there on the website. But also follow us on social media on Facebook uh -huh. and Instagram, uh, HeidiHoComics.com or HeidiHoComics. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram because we're constantly posting stuff on there of, of deals that we're we're offering during this time that we're closed. Try to keep our uh, customers engaged and keep them spending money. So and Josh, um, you can always go there and follow us on social media. And, and to Josh Bertoni on the YouTube, don't even, don't even go there. Come on now. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> go to why, the website. No, check out it. Check out it. <laughs> there you go. That's oh. after dealing with the oh, no. diamond ordeal for Ed. Oh. Oh, that is, that is the face of a man who's worked his butt off. Um, in his shop for the past week, even though it was closed and still working like double hours That's to try crazy. to keep it alive. Crazy. <laughs> Eddie, give, give our best to Kristen because I know she's yeah. a hero of the collectors and the shop. Here, so, I will. Can I yeah. remove you to have oh. JR if he wants to add, ask something to Eddie real quick? Yeah, uh, yeah, Brad, kick me off. Uh, okay. <laughs> JR, you're on. You got anything for Eddie? JR. No, I, uh, uh, I was about to say his uh, his story is uh, 
pretty, uh, I mean, typical what's going on. I mean, it's always interesting to hear from somebody who's on the front lines. And uh, I tell you, I uh, feel for you, man. I mean, this is a, not only a changing event for your industry, but a changing event, I think, for how we do commerce and retail in this country. Yeah. No doubt. I, don't oh, I totally agree. If anything, uh, this, whatever's going on, this is definitely going to last a few months. And what's going to happen on the outside, uh, on the other side of this, I hope is going to be something that is going to be a little bit different, uh, a little bit more innovative for all of us. It's not just comic shops, but for um, businesses altogether. Because what I would hate um, to come out of this is small businesses all fail while all we have left to shop from is like Walmart and Amazon. And that would be a shame. So we really need to really just change the atmosphere altogether for um, business in general so that smaller businesses can not only survive, but thrive when we all come out of this. Well, Eddie, I wish you luck. Uh, hopefully uh, we, we open the shops back up in a couple of weeks. That's what yeah. We need and, also, let's not forget, if I can plug my webcomic, collectorscomic.com. I've just, I'm literally, as we speak, I'm finishing up the fifth volume, and awesome. that's going to be available soon. So um, yeah. thanks thanks for having me, Brad. Yeah. No problem, man. Always good to see you, buddy. Take yeah. care, man. All right. See you, man. Bye. 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 Okay, let's add Zach back in. Here okay. comes Zach. There's Zach. Okay. So, I, I, you know, I met Eddie in 2011. And I just was so struck at, at how kind-hearted he was. He's one of the he's one of the good guys. And yeah. if you if you're lucky enough to live in in uh, in, in Santa Monica, LA County, uh, go to Heidi Hill because he's he he loves the medium. He has a passion for it. It's infectious, and he's just an overall a great guy. So I agree. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, that we'll have a small business revolution that comes out of this. Um, and that people will shop local first and then big retailer second, because I just feel like that there is so many business owners right now. The, the, the restaurants are, are hanging on by, th by a thread. Uh, I know a lot of bars that had to close. And so, you know, uh, it will weed out the bad business owners, unfortunately, fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on your perspective, but the good business owners, guys like Eddie, uh, you know, they're going to do everything they can to survive this and, and, and hopefully thrive. So hopefully uh, that stimulus money will, will uh, actually do some, do some real good. I just saw Bertone was in, in the chat. He was making fun of uh, Eddie. He yeah. is too a big Spider-Man fan. What are you talking uh, about? <laughs> let me tell you, uh, uh, Josh has probably hung out with Eddie more than any other yeah. person because he just, because he, he, uh, he goes to, uh, because he's doing a lot of work for DC as a freelancer, so he, he'll, yeah. go, he'll go do some. Uh, he'll go see DC and stuff. So oh, I know that he does. Just giving Eddie a hard time. His shop is great. and must visit every time <laughs> come to California. Real yeah. talk. Eric says to Zach and Michael. Well, here's here's the thing that everybody's kind yeah. of not remembering when we're focused on. Um, the plight of the comic shops, which obviously is something, I mean, I used to shop at a local comic shop. I mean, it's, uh, they're the, they're the life, they save the industry. I mean, to be honest, I mean, and, uh, uh, the problem is unless the comic creators put out content that people want, it's not going to matter. Right. And this, um, I, I just, I, I feel the com the comics industry has been circling the drain and mm -hmm. I, this might be a good thing. 
in a in a bizarre kind of way maybe. that maybe the industry itself and I I don't want not talk about the retailers but the industry itself shrinks to the point that they put out what people want Instead you know and not all these other and and, and that even the big publishers assuming see the thing is it's not guaranteed that Marvel and DC are going to survive this themselves. Huh. Because now, will there always be comic books? Will there always be a comic book industry? Of course, there will. I mean, there's been a comic book industry since the caveman, you know, and people are doing drawings, and and people thought the industry was going to die in the 70s, and yep. it, it found another way, like Jeff Goldblum says, life finds a way. It'll <laughs> find a way. The, the smart creators, the smart publishers, will find a way. Um, the problem is, Marvel and DC are both owned by mega corporations. Yeah. That are suffering terribly right now and wow. are debt ridden. And they, well, <laughs> it's not even that, Brad. It was, it, it, I agree with JR. Like, the good thing about it being owned by a major corporation is that, like, Disney is still pretty flush with capital, but, yeah. uh, and, and ATT is too. But what I agree with you, JR, in the sense that one of the best things that could happen to this. There was, I think uh, Neil had talked about it. There was 96 solicited titles from Marvel yeah. in a couple of months. No sane person, and I'm looking at Brad Douglas right now, literally, <laughs> is going to buy every single Marvel comic. Because, like Brad used to buy every single Marvel comic. Oh, I used I did. To, you can go on the message board. He literally bought everything. This man has 20, what was it, 22,000 comics you've got yeah, now, Brad Douglas? Yeah. So, like, he's bought everything. And when you can't get Brad Douglas to buy your product... I didn't buy any Empire tie-ins or the, the regular... Nobody cares! I don't well, care about Empire. I don't, really don't like Dan Slott. This is my, <laughs> like, my concern that I put up on, on the Facebook page. Is like, if you break that habit for someone on like these mediocre titles. And like JR said, yeah, I, there's probably too many titles and a lot of them are mediocre at best. But if you break that habit for a lot of people, how many people aren't going to come back? Like I've been reading Miles Morales for years. And then one month I, I missed an issue and I kept forgetting to get it. And I haven't been back. I haven't read a, a Miles comic in like five months, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I kind of feel like, well, I don't want to feel like picking it up right now. Yeah. So uh, how many people are going to have that problem? I think it's just going to take some creativity to get people back in the stores and kind of recreate that community engagement. Like I know a lot of the comic stores around us, you know, they'll have like magic, the gathering um, events and just yeah. a lot of non-comic book related um, gatherings for just yeah. to get butts in the store. And then when people are there, they're more likely to pick up something and buy something. So I think well, it's just going to... And, and there's also, I mean, speaking of like local comic shops is like reputations. So community reputation is going to matter extremely. So like that whole... Actually, I don't think like you saw it, but like me and Zach have talked about you know some local Atlanta comic shops with some bad reputations and yeah. some stories I've got, mm. and you know <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but there's a uh, you know it's it's going to be a struggle for them, and I think like the communities are going to matter, 
but like JR said, it's content, um, yeah. which the comic book shop can't control. And yeah. they haven't been able to control for a while. And that's something that I, I'm actually more fearful that because the big corporations are kind of over the comic book industry now, and a lot of it lately has just been marketing for movies, marketing for more media, mm -hmm. that I don't, I don't know if anybody's going to, I don't know if there's going to be a revitalization mm -hmm. and like some actual inspiration to do something unique and new and yeah. interesting. This I think we're definitely going to see, and I'll get into this when we move on to movies. Yeah. Why we are right now. Look at that. Oh, yay! <laughs> Transition. There you go. Take yay. it. Good, good, uh, good segment. Is that companies, um, you know, these movie producers are going to be a lot more selective with the content that even gets released. There's so much being pushed back, not just uh, Spider Man related. Yeah. But one that I just heard of is that Disney uh, was going to have what the Artemis Fowl movie come oh, out well, later this year. Okay, okay. In 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 defense of Artemis Fowl, that ha that has already been pushed back three separate times because mm -hmm. the movie is bad. Um oh, so yeah. test test screeners were saying that it was bad. So they were going back and doing reshoots, coming back, going back and doing reshoots, re-edits. So there's a reason that went to Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Um you know versus like Black Widow it's being pushed yeah, back to November. There's it, it's depending on the content because now they have time yeah. to look at it and determine when, where it needs to go. When was Spider-Man three going to come out? 2021. Yeah. Cool. So actually which, take me through this. We're, we're maybe 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Basically we're seeing anything that was going to come out in the next few months in the spring is getting pushed back to completely to next year. Um, most of them seem to be getting pushed back about a total of 10 months. Um, so Mulan, Black Widow, Quiet Place Part 2, the new James Bond movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Wonder Wonder Javi, Javi's really upset about the James Bond. I am really upset about oh, that. I'm wearing the tie. I'm but, upset about I'm wearing the tie. But, but, also, more of the movie. Morbius is getting delayed. That. Morbius is coming out sooner than Spider-Man 3. Morbius is getting pushed back to 2022, isn't it? Uh, I got 2021 on this one. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I, I This is one I still don't get. I I still think that you could have put Morbius in, in Venom 2 slot and then put Venom 2 in March and it still would, Venom 2 would do fine. Well, look at how well Venom 1 did in that October yeah. slot. So, well, yeah, I wonder if they want a repeat of that. Uh, yeah, well, Venom I, I, Two I, I, is not delayed, according to this one. Ashley, nope. what do you think? Yep. Um, it's only a matter of time, honestly. There's some speculation. There's real no real clarity on why it didn't get pushed back. People just notice that of all the things that are getting pushed back, um, Venom Two hasn't been one of them. Uh, speculation is that because some of these ones have been announced to be for 2021 now is that they're like the spring and summer movies whereas venom 2 was slated for what october yeah so venom 2 was slated for the it's time october. that yeah no it was slated for a time that most movies don't go for because yeah, generally october, october yeah october that entire month generally unless it's a horror movie 
doesn't mm -hmm. come out. It's not a yeah. good time. Yeah. Now all of it, all of the good summer movies are getting pushed in there. And so yeah. I'm kind of wondering how Venom 2 is going I think going to add up because now it's got competition. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and, and like I like I've said, I, I probably think I've said this like 30 times on the show. Venom's success was solely on two factors: no competition. So there mm -hmm. was people were like were like actually wanting that's to go to the box office. I actually decided, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll take a chance on Venom. And two, yeah. the Chinese market. And mm -hmm. what were the most affected markets? The China market, because now suddenly all these American movies. Are going to come out at the same time in China, mm -hmm. and, and you're going to have to pick and choose. It's, it's a disaster for Venom. In a, I'm you think telling, they're going to watch Mulan or Venom? <laughs> Probably both. Yeah, Mulan definitely. Yeah. No, yeah. no. no but I think. I agree with speculation <laughs> that um, yeah. the reason Sony hasn't pushed back Venom yet is because they want to avoid moving anything that's uh in that area that people think is going to be safe if they start yeah. pushing back stuff that's in the fall people are going to be like oh my god how long is this going to go on for it's going to go oh, on yeah. all the rest of the year and i get that there's there's a lot of right, right now we're dealing with a lot of uncertainty and some yeah. of it is the fact that the testing hasn't been available and mm -hmm. so that's why we're seeing an, we're seeing more testing kits and now we're seeing more cases because we have more tests. You're getting a bigger, clearer yeah. picture. Right. Yeah. So we're getting a better picture of how this is going. And so right now we're still in the, we're in the fog of war. We don't know what the overall effects are going to be. So I yeah. think that, but I still think it's a mistake to leave Venom in where it's at. It needs yeah. to, it's going to have to, this is not going to last long. No, but um, it, it's fine where it's staying right now because at, at the same time, it's still got a whole quarter before, you know, it really sees clarity. So I kind of see, yeah. I kind of understand Sony sitting on it for a second, letting everybody yeah. else schedule their movies, and right. then they're going to figure out a new space for it. And I kind of low priority think, right now. Yeah. And I think it's, it's also, it's smart to wait and let the dust settle mm -hmm. for a it's movie true. like this. Like, because yeah. they want it to do well. But they yeah. know what they've got isn't necessarily the best thing, but it is a fun movie set. So they want they want it to do well. So yeah. it's, it's I, a smart I got, financially, it's in Sony's it's best interest to do well. I got one yeah. more Spider-Man Corona-related story, then we'll move on. Javi, you okay. got this one? Yes, I do. So Spider-Man is running around the streets of England. Doing whatever a spider can to cheer up kids. Yay. Aww. So, uh, in the UK, they're doing things a little bit differently than we are here across the pond. <laughs> yeah. And Andrew uh, Baldock is a martial arts teacher in England, and his friend Jason Baird had an idea. Uh, apparently, they've had Spider-Man costumes for ages because they used to work in retail, and whenever a game would come out or a movie, they would dress up as various characters, be it Batman, Darth Vader, or a friendly neighborhood wall crawler. So as it turns out, the spider stands for hope. And in their one they are allowed an hour. They are allotted one hour of exercise time per day outside uh, by current UK government guidelines. So they're using that hour to dress up as Spider-Man and run down the neighborhood streets oh, and wave adorable. at all the kids uh, inside. 
so, and it's become a, a big thing where other kids are dressing up as Spider-Man to wave from their it. windows. Everyone's making signs. And it's not just children. It is going across all ages. There was a woman uh, who's battling cancer who also made a sign uh, asking Spidey to kind of swing by and give a wave. They're still maintaining their distancing and they're asking on their Facebook page for everyone to stay indoors as they come by. Um, but they are greeting as many fans as they can, as they get their daily exercise. Yeah. That's really awesome. There's another story that leads to this. It's yeah. well, it's the power of, of heroes and those who dress up as those heroes and mm -hmm. take it seriously yeah. and inspire others like, like Kelly does, like Chi town does. Um, and they make it mean something greater than just colors on a page. Yeah. I, um, I love this. Yeah. What do you guys think of this? this JR, if you, if you had this topic, you would <laughs> mutilate it. Wouldn't you? <laughs> he'd, he'd have brought I, the made it feel good. I think I know better than to, uh, to pee in the Wheaties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, I, I, know when there's a, there, I know when there's a time and, and yeah. when there's not. So. There's another, I take that back. There's one more Corona story. Zach, you've got this one. Tell me so, about this dad. So this dad, uh, Dave Roper has been spotted. He's been running around. This is, I think, uh, in, in Finland, I think. Okay. Um, he's trying to, he's trying to raise money for uh, his, his child's school. And so, they're, they were, they, they've been stopped on the street and they wave at, at, at Spidey and his idea uh, inspired others to take part. So now you've got, this is, you know, something like this that goes viral. This is something that goes viral, viral for the right reasons. Uh -huh. um, because, you know, look, Spider-Man is, is Spider-Man, Superman and Batman are universal. And I know, We've had a lot of big topics as you know whether uh, comic you know whether MCU is cinema and things like that. This is how every this is how Spider-Man has evolved through the years. There is now an entire generation that grew up with Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. There's an entire generation that grew up with Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Uh, you know, guys like Brad and Jr. and, and Javi, you guys I remember a time when Spider-Man and Amazing Friends was your only Avenue or the 60s show or mm -hmm. even the 80s show the the yeah. Nicholas Hammond. Yeah, yeah Nick Hammond, you know, yeah. I mean, there's a whole generation that Nick Hammond's your Spider-Man. So uh you know, I how much things have changed. 20 years ago you wouldn't have seen these types of stories. No, no doubt. Uh 10 years ago you wouldn't have seen these types of stories. So it's nice to see uh people making the best of bad situations and the, the the power of the human spirit is truly on display in things like this and in times like this does this warm your cold hard uh, heart jr no okay <laughs> all right zach's got this right. next one uh we're okay engineering so, some web shooters so, so we go from heart so i'm bringing the funny one. okay all right bring <laughs> it so, so these 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 geniuses decide really quickly to, to to make not only did brad make me watch this 13 or 14 and a half minute video i then had to watch another eight or ten and a half minute oh, video how about this how about this gets sent to me because people want me to do it 
So for the audio listeners, tell me what's happening. Okay, Zach. so what's going on is these guys from Hacksmith Industries is the name uh-huh. of the is the name of the YouTube page. Uh-huh. These guys create try to create comics stuff. Things uh-huh. like Captain America Shield, Wakanda Shields. Yep. And so they created this web shooter. Okay. But it's really not a web shooter. It's a it's a it's a it's a web shooter that is a grappling hook. Okay. So it's not so they're trying to make it as practical as possible. So they came up with this grappling hook design. And it, and, and there's a lot of engineering that goes into this. But the whole point of it is Let's see if we can swing like Spider-Man, but we're not going <laughs> to. So there's there's the grappling hook, okay? Um, they, they use these, they have all these servos, and so they got some Spider-Man gloves, and they're making it to where it shoots out. So uh, if we if we can progress in the video there, Douglas. Yeah. There's the setup. There he goes. There he goes. Yeah, but he's putting the little. All right. So. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, so no. the comedy oh, no. of error. Parkour. This is like, this is like the Toby Maguire. It's like live leak or something. Yeah. <laughs> parkour, parkour. It's an office episode. Parkour. Yeah, it's like so. And this, here's the funny thing. So this guy, the guy in the glasses, he's not even. He's a. He's an intern. He's interning with these guys. Oh, he's, he's from fighter intern. <laughs> these guys are. These guys are from Canada. So they 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 fly to Canada to make these things, right? And so you, mm-hmm. there's some of the engineering. Well, then he has to go back to South Africa. So there's a follow-up video. Oh, there is? I didn't see yes. that. Uh-huh. And so that they, they were trying to figure out how to make it to where, because they were only getting one <laughs> web shot done. Okay. Is the, is the link in the article I gave yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. If you get if you go to the end of the video, it'll pop oh. up. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Right. Keep talking. Go ahead. So eventually they finally get it done, right? So they finally, like, okay, Kelly, Mm-hmm. At least they took precautions. But if you watch the they beginning did. of this video, I know, like that dude ate ass. I know. <laughs> he literally swung and like swung. I mean, that dude I know. bruises his entire left side. I broken. I I know. That's is this it? This is it. Yeah, so that's okay. it. this is his page, built IRL, and so it's part one. So we're gonna. Uh, here's the problem. We're gonna have another part two of this. Mm-hmm. Douglas, oh, wow! You watch another one of these videos. We <laughs> have to do this later on. Oh in the wow! Video. Look at all I, that. I will say that, like, at least it it brings in the science and technology on, you know, on the science fiction of it all. Right. So it it is a fun concept in that way, but also it's oh. hey, would you like to watch people literally just hurt themselves? <laughs> It's almost like jackass meets superheroes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, like, and here, so, like, he's explaining in the, at the end of this video, some of the parts that he needs oh, are delayed, and therefore he can't, he couldn't finish the video <laughs> because of the growth. So uh, it's affecting even even the YouTubers. Wow. Uh, from doing their so it, they, they, they like I say they use some different actuators. Um, it's really it's interesting, but it's like, how do you get paid to do this for a living? I just need to know. I, I don't know. YouTube AdSense. Oh, I don't, think, I don't think you can make much money off of YouTube AdSense with with what? How well, many? Well, eight million. That's a lot, actually. Yeah, they yeah. Got eight, eight million views. Yeah. Is this the dude? 
Yeah, that's yeah. that's the other dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Oh. oh god. Yep. Okay, I'm trying to get to the part where he falls. So is that, did I hear you correctly? And that they had the interns <laughs> tested. Yeah, they have interns. So like, yeah, so like <laughs> the most expendable. Yeah. Look at this dude wall crawl. That's kind of funny. I yeah. I mean. Yeah, I like that. But see, at the same time, these are the kinds of things that, like, I'm going to have to watch people at Dragon Con when we do the spider photo shoots because, like, there's already a guy that, like, sets up a rope and a weight and hangs it off of a staircase outside and has people hanging upside down over oh. cement on it and i'm like i i've literally told them i'm like if i see it i'm gonna have to tell you no because that's literally a liability that will stop all of the photo shoots the moment someone gets hurt but all right and this is the stuff that i have to deal with like i had somebody ask ask hey can i bring an aerial rig (laughs) no Wow. So, and then what if like someone is making props like this? You said people were like sending this to you, like, "Hey, can you make this?" Yeah, th- th- that's an issue there. If you made this for someone and they're oh, and they get hurt, they yeah. Oh, I mean, it's the thing is, is like all the schematics online. You can actually yeah. go on their website and pull and the schematics make it. And yourself. That is yeah, asking for a lot of trouble. Which, which is, it's the thing is, is as from a science perspective, from an engineering perspective, this is a lot of fun. This is a you know, this is something to do and it's amazing and it's cool and, you know, neat. But the issue is, is like in terms Ow. of people, there we go, yeah, right of people oh. wanting to do this with their cosplay. It involves suspending and flinging your body around. Yeah, it's isn't really what bodies are meant to do. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> this you better be training for robot. this. Yeah. You better be training for this and you better not be trying to get people who, you know, just bought a costume off Amazon and it's like their first costume ever oh and stuff like that. No, like again, no offense to those people, but it's like, I, I would be afraid of them using this technology well, if they've never run, done it before. Because this, this goes into stuntman territory real yeah. fast. And if you're going to do it, you better, you better, a, you better have professionals around to help. And B, you better have like they. You notice when they actually did try to get a swing, where they got both of them at the very end of the video. Um, they had a giant inflated pad. I mean, that or big yeah. pad that he that he falls into. That's the only way if you're gonna do it. That's the only way it's gonna. Work. Yeah, this would be really yeah. great for like those tumbling places where they yeah, have go, all these to, pads like this. Go to Atlanta Parkour. Yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man like course or something like that would be a lot of fun especially with people that know what they're doing and free running before we move on we haven't heard javi or jr javi what do you think of this guy i'm just trying to figure out what that logo is on their chest is it a bowl oh, of ramen no, <laughs> no, let's not go there. But uh, okay. it's it's their it's their forge. Is it? Is it, is it thick? Uh, okay. Yeah, it looks thick. Yeah. Uh, Jr., what do you think of these guys that make real life web shooters? What do you think, sir? I remember once Spencer came to me with an idea he'd seen on YouTube. He wanted to make a web shooter and use like WD forty and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. I looked at 
I, I decided to look at it, you know, on YouTube, and I said, I said, no, that is one of the stupidest <laughs> effing thing I've ever, you know, no, you're not doing it. And but you know, hey, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Darwinian, you know, I mean, if they wind up killing themselves, <laughs> the Darwin you know, Awards, that'll uh, you know improve the gene pool for everybody I mean else. Look, it does make a great video, and clearly yeah, they know what they're doing in terms of getting YouTube reviews and AdSense money and, and, and yeah. doing like what Brad, they love. People like Brad that have, like, web shooters, Spider-Man, Google, uh, spider yeah. crime, Spider-Man crime, Google alert. <laughs> and, like, yeah. this is, like, Brad's, like, oh, Hey, yes, th you're taking JR's bit. He always makes fun of the person who presents the spider news. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, <sighs> it just, this is, this, this we'll file this under stuff that Brad wants us to talk about. I Jonathan in YouTube chat says, <laughs> hi, I'm Peter Parker, and this is Jackass. <laughs> Can someone make me that fan art, please? Uh, Thank you. <laughs> watching the guy try to web swing makes me realize they could easily rip their arms out of their sockets because yeah. spider strength doesn't exist as McNulty. Yes. I was also yeah, thinking like, that says Adam. Your cosplay allow for a dislocated shoulder. When yeah. when Brad sends me the video in the like the first five minutes is a man physically like flailing into cement. Yeah. yeah. I, I just felt pain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our next topic is going to Kelly. Ooh, uh, we got some far from home, uh, um, not used designs. Real, real fast, real quick. Um, so Screen Rant really, really hype this title up for clickbait. Um, it mm -hmm. is one photo off Instagram, uh, but concept artist uh, Gerard Moratz. Well, there's, uh, there's a few of them in there if you could click on this link. Well, it's just, it's this, it's really just this one. Like it's, that's all they talk about is this one particular photo. Um, and Gerard Moratz, like he, you know, he was a concept artist. So he's got tons of photos that they didn't use and things that they took back and came back with. And, you know, mm -hmm. they're really fun to look at, but yeah. ultimately to me, it's not super newsworthy or amazing. Um, I will say that I am very glad in terms of the earth elemental that they did mm. not go with this version because it looks like Ben Grimm being torn apart. And I don't know how, I don't know how the thing would think about that. It looks um, like flying turds like there. Yeah. <laughs> Where was so, that? Oh, oh here, yeah. Here's a, uh, yeah. The fire man. one. Yeah. That Molten was a man. few, that was a few months ago. And yeah, so there's like I said, turds. yeah, he's been, you know, he's been showing this as, you know, just for content to drive up his follow rate on Instagram, like all, all the other concept artists do. And I mean, he's an amazing artist. These are really fun to look at. And I actually like that one. Yeah. Right Check out the like, Sandman with yeah. the, the stripes. I yeah. Think that's the earth. Cool. Yeah. So the, the earth elemental, cause I hate just calling it like I, they were very clearly supposed to be Sandman and Molten Man and, you know, et cetera, but they're the elementals, which is a completely different captain. Marvel, yeah, villains. Um, but you know, it is what it is, and that's fine. It's I'm I'm just glad they really didn't go with the the Earth elemental that looks like the thing. Um, where where was so. the one where they all combine? I saw something. Oh, they Voltron it's somewhere. They they yeah, they Voltron all together. I I saw it or somewhere. They they uh they drag it they Dragon Ball Z fusion. Uh, maybe that's it. No, that's just Molten Man. If they combined like Voltron, it would have been a much better movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things we can say about Far From Home that would make it a better movie, but... Yeah. <laughs> keep it man, there's so much art on his page, man. Yeah, no, and I mean, he's an amazing artist, so definitely check out his Instagram. Um, 
definitely check yeah, out the concept yeah. art. I just, I don't know. It's super clickbaity title that, yeah, you know, it's it's nothing super special. That's uh, what PBR got bought by. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, it does also screen rant. Um, oh yeah. Because I, I, I wasn't given um, any legitimate news sources besides one, which was a local Canadian yeah. uh, one. So, you know, y'all are about to get some snark on my next story because of that. Is it the uh, so, the, sp- the title? Well, so for Screen Rand, it was the title. Yeah. So that okay. one, um, yeah, you gave me showbiz cheat sheets. And when you start reading it, <laughs> they were covering We Got This Covered. And oh, we, got oh, we got this covered's new source came from uh, a guy on 4chan. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> so y'all heard sketch. for a treat because if anybody's listened to satellites and listened to my my daily bugle uh, yeah. review, uh, I don't. I have a thing about uh, integrity in news yeah. sources, and so this, we got this, this covered is not it. <laughs> unreliable news source says Spider-Man Home Run could possibly. Yeah, do you I've, like I've that title? All right, are, are we are, okay? Are we gonna go into the story? Are yeah, we hit it. Wait. You're All right, up. you're up. Cool. All right. So anyway, so yeah, the possible possible Spider-Man title is gonna be Home Run. Anyway, guys, what I wrote as I was like writing these notes, and I was like, guys, cheat sheets almost as bad as we got this covered, and they go, <laughs> oh. They're covering. We got this covered. Yeah, they, they really right there. I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, um, the thing is, is that it's you know it home run makes sense. It's really yeah. a good educated guess because the last two movies had home in it, and he's supposed to be running away. And uh, oh run. yeah, he's running away. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. Good. And then like the whole thing though is is this is coming from a sort an inside source on 4chan. Yeah, quote, I can already tell you right now, um, if there's any legitimate news source from Sony or from Disney, they're gonna be in on Reddit, not yeah. 4chan. But I mean, you know, it works for Nintendo too, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, uh, then it was also the source on 4chan said that they were looking at Jason Momoa or Henry Cavill for Craven. And Craven's supposed to be the villain, which is something that everyone has been saying literally since before. Far from I, home even got filmed. I don't. I don't like either one of those castings. No. And, and, and for the record, there is like there has been. I, I've heard that there's like a. You can't cross the streams. Either you're a DC guy or you're a Marvel gay. Which there's not any any kind of clause think, in that. But whatever. You, I think Jeffrey Dean Ant- Morgan would be good. Have Negan yeah. be uh, Craven. Yeah. No, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. As long, uh, like, as, long as he does a, a Russian accent. <laughs> my my whole thing on this is like yeah craven could be a fun villain in yeah. in this because like he could be an agent gone rogue with like this you know hunting fixation like it could work in a marvel time frame like none of this is home quarantine spider-man home quarantine says jonathan very none nice of this, at home yeah it's just it's none of none nothing in this article is shocking or revelating and nothing yeah. is actually confirmed and i just kind of am like <sighs> one cheat sheets always just reverb like regurgitates anything that they find on the internet but two it regurgitated a we got this covered and then yeah. when I was looking at the We Got This Covered, it's sourced from 4chan. So, but as titles go, it's not <laughs> bad. What do you think? 
It's uh, okay. No, it's a terrible title. It is oh, a terrible title. What would be better? I, I think they're going to no, keep no, the home. Just get, just get away from the home. But that's oh, the thing. God. That's not what they're going to do because Marvel wants you to desperately associate uh, the home Marvel Studios with home for Spider-Man, which I, just, uh, I don't agree with don't in general, because to me, I'm sorry, Sony's had it for <laughs> most of my life and I'm 30 yeah. years old. So Michael reads us Spider-Man homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> so my issue with home run is like, okay, so you're, they, they very clearly the genre for the Spider-Man movies are, yeah. you know, teen comedy, Spider-Man home run, run. What does he score? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He he scores MJ. That's there you go. I just and thus our character arc is complete. Jr. Do you like the title Spider-Man Home Run? Scores was a day. You know. Nope. Should no, first did? thing I think about is baseball. I exactly. mean, it's like thank you. I'm looking for I'm, I'm looking for yeah. a baseball analogy or whatever, and I'm trying to think of what the what the hell is it yeah. go to a Mets game or something? Or yeah, I mean, yeah. do they fight? Hey, hi, I was going to say Shea Stadium, but that was <laughs> that didn't <laughs> exist anymore. A city field, uh, city field. Yeah. yeah. Javi, home run up, thumbs up, thumbs down. As long as uh, Tony Stark doesn't create Spider Man's villain, oh. I don't care what they. Call I mean, it. I'm no pretty doubt. sure Tony Stark's just going to come back. Tony Stark created this in a cave. While he was homeschooled. He, he created oh, baseball God. in a cave. Oh. <laughs> uh, we got another movie topic. Uh, Ashley, we've got another untitled Sony Marvel movie coming up. Oh, no. All right. This one's promising. This one comes straight from the brains behind Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? And so you know, we all know that Sony has its own special Marvel cinematic universe with yeah. um you know, unforgettable titles like Venom and then the, the oh my God, all the rumors about the, the Aunt May movie. The uh, you know what? May you know what? I would take an Aunt May movie. <laughs> no, no. I would no, be the I only one. Trouble. I don't need that again. With her being no. the hot thing on her yeah. spring break or whatever the plot of. Oh God, no, not order. that one. No, no, no. I just, I want, I want Rosemary Harris to come back. It would be yes. called Spider-Man Nursing Home. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. I just, it's about I just want secretly like going behind uh, the Spider-Man's rogue gallery and uh, hitting them with like, horses. I don't care. Like, I just, I just want, I just want something new. That's not or any we're related um, to Iron Man at this point. The Aunt May from Into the Spider Verse, where she's like, you know, the the she's like yes. the Alfred. Tony Stark. There you go. Yeah, she's the Alfred. So, I would take that. Do we? No, the I reason I gave this to you, Ashley, is do you think this is the Black Cat solo movie? I don't believe in that. There is no Black Cat solo movie. <laughs> I well, they happen. split them up when she was going to do it with Silver Sable, oh. and they said they're going to make two separate movies. So I'm wondering, is this could this be the Black Cat movie From that you that you want? Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I know. I'd be I mean, awful. I mean, he did put Felicia Hardy in his movie. No. Oh, Ashley, oh, I'm just no. Ashley. So preemptively, we're going to give this a prison ass. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, a preemptive ass of prison. Um, by, by the way, uh, in the article, uh, it looks so mad. Sony yeah, had no comment about the future Black Cat movie because <laughs> they don't have a script. <laughs> okay, they don't have no comment. This is this is one of those things where. Because we follow this stuff, 
Yeah. There is so much stuff that's thrown at it. And I've heard good. I've actually, from people that actually read the Sinister Six script, actually said it was going to be, it looked like script wise, it was going to be a really good movie if it was shot mm -hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's so many different working parts that yeah. could go in there and screw it entirely up. Right. Uh, but script wise, the script wasn't going to be the problem. It was going to be the probably the execution. Yeah. But I just, I, like, can we can we just get see if Morbius is going to be successful? Can we just see if Venom is going to be successful first before we start putting all these eggs in the basket? Because yeah. if these fail, and Morbius may be a middling success, and like I said, the, like I'm mildly interested based on a trailer. I, I can we just see what happens with these yeah. movies first? Like, why reach out to all these people? Like, why try and go and start getting names attached to projects? Like, and like, all oh, this about a black cat movie. I'm like, look, I have the Halle Berry Catwoman. I want that, that is the only cat superhero themed train wreck movie I need. I am fulfilled. I don't you, need you another know, one. Bob, Bob Orkey uh, worked with. J.J. Abrams, uh, Javi, take uh, me through. Uh, God, Spider-Man right. is delayed five months, well, even, even before the more. coronavirus. So oh, the story's a little short, but I brought in some facts here. Oh, good. Good. That's more than I gave Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, and I tried to find, if anyone's to blame, who would be the reason for the delay on this book? But... Issue four of Spider-Man mm -hmm. has been delayed till April 29th. Now, granted, this was reported before sure. Diamond stopped sending comics. Yeah. So forget the whole April 29th thing, because that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man was hyped up by Marvel to be the biggest book. This was going to blow the doors off the sales of the original Spider-Man oh. number one of oh. the adjectiveless X-Men number one. And they hyped it up with a countdown, a yeah, daily countdown that's, that's that had right. people I remember that countdown. speculating yeah. like crazy. And when it got announced as a JJ Abrams book, the internet said, eh, yeah, we thought it, it was going to be yeah. Spider-Man four with Tobey Maguire. And, and true to JJ Abrams, <laughs> he likes to do his little magic tricks and his twists uh, they killed mary jane off in the first couple pages come up yeah so i hit over to uh well before i get to that issue four allegedly april 29th but that's not going to happen issue five uh still listed as may 27th uh -huh. for now but i mean this story is already out of date because it's yeah. not going to come out then yeah but i did a little digging on icv2 on number wise uh, because this has not been, to my understanding, a um, much beloved book on the crawl space. Heck if no. you're a Patreon member, uh, it, you've seen everyone's thoughts on these issues. I, and, I, it's not a much loved book by anyone yeah. I've talked to, yeah. anyone I, I know, and I've seen. I have uh, look. I'm going to review this turd on the on the front page of the crawl space. I've had to review this turd on satellites. I can tell you with conviction, it is the Get Craven of the 2010s. No, Kit yeah. Craven's better. Kit Craven's better. Uh, well, Kit Craven may be better. You're right, Brad, but I'm just I don't, end. I don't think Get Craven had numbers like this. I, I no. pulled some stats. 
the first issue, which came out September 18th of 2019, was ranked number two for the month and sold 156,000 copies. Or ordered. There was ordered. Nothing. Now, granted, there were like 85,000 variant covers. But issue two, which came out October 16th, so on time, bumped down to 61,000 copies. So it lost over half. But again, that that's standard when that's you have normal. all those bubbles. Yeah. It dropped from number two to number 22 on the charts, which isn't a bad spot at all. Issue three, and here's where it gets dicey, came out December 18th. So we already lost a month there. Mm-hmm. That book sold 54,000 copies, but it was number 16 for the month. Now, if we look at Amazing as a comparison, in September, Amazing 29 was ranked number 17, and number 30 was ranked number 12. Number 30 was an absolute carnage tie-in. That sold 80,000 copies. Uh, in October, Mary, Amazing Mary Jane number one came out, was number six at 116,000. ASM 31 and 32 were 14th and 15th, respectively. So that put them at 75 and 71,000 copies, which for the month of October, that actually amazing sold more than JJ Spider-Man. And December, we had Symbiote Spider-Man number one, which was number seven at 71,000. ASM was 35 and 36, which were 2099 tie-ins and were numbers nine and 11. So looking at Spider-Man, even those ASM issues, which were 2099 tie-ins and I didn't care for them, sold more than jj's book yeah uh, the the, re- the uh retailers like eddie have to order these three months in advance yeah. mm-hmm. so i issue four should be the one where they find out if the reader what the readers thought of it yeah yeah like the but, and the retailers so the retailers are probably going to order a lot less of this book on issue four february I, paints a different picture we had gwen stacy number one which was number four yeah. uh, for the month at sixty-eight thousand. And we had ASM 39 and 40, which was number six for 39 uh-huh. and number 12 for ASM 40, which sold 54,000 copies. So if you look at ASM in February, it's selling right about where the third issue of JJ's book is. Yeah. yeah. So it in no means, well, it may not be a fan favorite. It's still selling almost what amazing <laughs> is, but it, it's not it, doing what it was designed to do. No, but also like, I also think even taking that away and just looking at the delays and looking at the situation. I I really, really feel like it was a kid who wants to write comics yeah. went yeah. to his very rich father and asked, can this happen? And they somehow made it happen, but he doesn't have any experience writing. He's never been in this situation when he should have really just gotten in some kind of internship. Oh, well, and it's we, we saw the last intern that became a Spider-Man writer. <laughs> I know, but you know what yeah. I mean. Like it's this is something Maybe that someone could have redeemed the Marvel interns. Yeah. Do we do we, do we think it's definitely the kid, the writer uh, delaying this? I think the so, kid? and I, I think so, and I think we'll find out later that because all of the comic re- you know reviewers or the the gatekeepy comic fans are. are Bull, you know, they they tore it all up, and it hurt his self esteem. And mm. he he then started second guessing the story, and that's why he had to delay it. Like I can just see that now, mm. and I don't like that aspect because the thing is, is that we're coming from a thing of this is a published piece. Right. It did not feel like a like it did not feel 
polished it yeah it ultimately like and i i've stated this before it's like if this was a fan fiction on fanfiction.net and it's full of stories like this yeah this would be fine this would be great be average and you know it it should it, it wouldn't get that because it's a fan story but kelly here's the thing this is an out of continuity spider-man story it yeah, has so nothing to do Girl. it has so nothing is, to do with the mainly gr with the main story or the daily grind this shouldn't have been given a green light solicitation no. until all five issues were done and in the game I, and i so agree it could with come you. out because now yeah. who cares exactly. well, no and i i fully agree with you like this is in it's a situation of that but it's again why are you allowing essentially like a teenage boy and his father where his father is clearly just overseeing this yeah why 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 allow this and the only answer I can come up with is fame and money. This was set up to fail yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Because the hype that they gave it, the full page, basically slobbering love letter from Nick Lowe, and I, who I, I think has done a really good job with Spencer, but was so hands off with, with slot. And, and when slot needed to have somebody that kind of pulled his reign a yeah. little bit, um, that's the inherent problem with this. This was given so much attention by Marvel that and there were so many established comic book veterans that were like, are you effing kidding me? We're really like, like the only reason that we're getting this situation or this, this, this particular story that's solicited and given this hype is because daddy took care of it. And yeah. that to me is we've called it spider nepotism. Yeah. We call it Abrams man because that's what it is. And, yeah. and, and I hate it for this guy that this is his first major published work and we're crapping on it, but it really, the, the weight of the hype has to match. You, you better deliver a quality story. It's, and and it it's just done. And to me, it's, it's the thing is, is like, yeah, he's a teenager. But it's yeah. it was irresponsible of Marvel, yeah, to really do this like this to someone who clearly did not have, clearly mm -hmm. still needed to learn. Right. And Jr., we haven't heard it. We're not benefiting him at all. Yeah, Jr., no. what are your thoughts? We haven't heard anything about you on this topic. Well, I. Uh... I, I became so disinterested in, in what Marvel is doing. I mean, but this is, uh, this is another example of them. Uh, uh, well, not just even Marvel, but just the comics industry, just gimmickry. I mean, this yeah. is nothing but gimmickry. It, it was, is. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, again, I, I hesitate to talk about, you know, things like, you know, back in my day, uh, you know, but when you think about it, the back in my day, the stories all meant something. You know, I mean, you didn't have all these, uh, you know, continuity tales unless it was in What If or something like that. And, and uh, you know, and this just whole, like, let's get so-and-so to write a Spider-Man story. This get get so-and-so to do this. And yeah. Just throw every, everything at the wall. I mean, it's almost like they're deliberately trying to choke the market. Right. You know, all mm -hmm. this stuff that's coming out. And, and, and here's the thing. I mean, I... With JJ, I don't get the Abrams. I really don't. I don't. Maybe it's. I mean, he he did revitalize Star Trek. Yes. But yeah. but 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 here's the thing. What happened was then it it immediately started going off the rails within the darkness. Yeah. You know because yeah. whatever the JJ the the JJ Star Trek it, 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 without getting into it, Star Trek 
needed some new whistles and bells. It kind of needed some flash and flair and to get yeah. people interested in it again. But then they waited four years. They ripped off half a wrath of con. They completely mishandled the con thing. I mean, here are people who were paid zillions of dollars and they, they, it was amateur hour and look at the, yeah. and, and look, look at what happened with amazing Spider-Man Two, amateur mm -hmm. hour, the same bad robot stuff, right. you know, yeah. Star Wars. I mean, bad robot is bad news. I mean, why do they keep going to these people? And look yeah. what happened to Star Wars. Well, well I mean, it, like, look at Lost. Like, Lost was a great show for three went seasons. And then jumped the shark, yeah. And then jumped, yeah. You know, they do so well on... It's almost like it. The bad robot has become the Dan slot of film and media. In I, terms of, they have really no, good ideas. No. They have really good ideas on paper, and then when they go to execute it, they they have a couple of hits, like Star Trek, like into like like Force yeah. Awakens was like very much the same thing, and then like you keep they keep getting you know more and more creative control, and boom, it goes off the rails. It's yeah. I think. I think it's just, it's a, there's a school of teaching. There has to be somewhere in these, these script writings in some kind of movie school where they're just going off on, Hey, you need to give us what is so marketable. Who cares yeah. about the story? Who cares about the impact market, 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 these scenes. We yeah. need to sell this product. It is it, yeah. that, you know, I've talked about it like slot, being obsessed with uh, Moffat from Doctor Who, yeah. and I feel like in Doctor Who, Moffat's the the king of a good scene, but the story itself falls apart and can't handle it. And all of a sudden, like once I realized, oh, slots slots a Moffat fanboy, all mm -hmm. of it made sense because that's how he writes. And I I don't necessarily think that like Bad Robots team does that, but I do think that like they think of what is. They have a really, really great scene they want to get to. And then after they get to that one scene, they don't know what to do to get to the next scene. Yeah, there's no segue. Exactly. That's Speaking of, go ahead, Ashley. It's definitely an issue with like, mm -hmm. huh, I don't want to say inexperienced, but like inexperienced and high visibility writers were. Yeah. Some of the, there's a writing podcast I follow where they have like the perfect phrase coined for like that neat idea you have that forms like the foundation of your story. And how, um, I can't remember, it was like a gotcha, not a gotcha, because it's not like a, I can't remember what it is, but it just really perfectly encapsulated, like, that neat idea you have. And that's what, like, fuels, you know, every, that's kind of, like, your central idea and what fuels your passion for it and kind of, like, what holds your attention to it and makes it so interesting. But you still have to follow the correct mechanics of storytelling and flesh it out and build it and craft scenes and character in yeah. order for it to work, it's like that's kind of like your engine, but you've got to build a vessel around that engine for it to get anywhere, and that's where a lot of people are missing the point. Yeah, thinking of with Abrams, it's a mystery box. That's the thing with Abrams; yeah. it's yeah. mystery box. And the 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 way it really went off the rails was like the whole idea with con and into darkness was that was the mystery box it, who is this guy and yeah. it was ridiculous because everybody wanted to see con why didn't you promote the great star trek's greatest villain returns yeah. why did he have to be a in a mystery box it, so I, I just sit there and you go what so i try to do segues off of what you guys say and ashley yeah. just said meat idea or something like that oh god so 
So this is a Rick Remainder uh, meat idea for Spider-Man. How was that? How'd I do? So next topic, Rick Remainder's uh, Spider-Man pitch that was rejected. Okay. This is, this is Rick Remainder's fever dream come to life. Uh, So Rick shared this on his, on his social media. And basically the, it's called, the concept is called Pandora's box. Now he had a concept for a rocket racer series that evolved into Agent Venom. Now, Agent Venom, his Agent Venom run is highly regarded as one of the better Venom runs in the last 20 years. Um, And probably the second best outside of what we're getting right now. Um, So Pandora's box basically was that the the corporation, the evil corporation, uh, that created the machine that created the the irradiated spider that bit Peter Parker in 1963... They decided to do some gene splicing, and we get red ant, a parasite worm, a toxic beetle, and a black wasp. Um, So they get some volunteers, and they become these horrified, um, you know, monsters. And so they go. So (laughs) apparently, the lab was in the sewers right next door to Vermin. And vermin, like like they, they have like segmented part of the sewers. You know, here's here's Kurt Connors, you know, section of the sewer, and here's vermin, and then you have these bastards. And so, <laughs> uh, okay, so that's the basic idea. Um, we only got a half page. We don't know about anything else. Uh, Do you hate the idea or love the idea or it's not a horrible idea? We've gone to this well so many times. The pro, like everybody wants to do these stories where we go back to the beginning. We go back to the, you know, back to the future, Marty, Marty. Um, It's your kids. It's your kids, Marty. (laughs) So it's one of those things where we saw this with Final Adventure in the 1990s. We, you know, it was supposed to be this symmetrical thing where we go back to the beginning and we have the machine that created Spider Man and we had Tendril. You remember Tendril? I remember Tendril because I cl- covered it on Clone Saga Chronicles, but Tendril, I, I didn't, no. you didn't have to. It was one of those things. It's it, again, and Fra- Fabian Nezia is a good writer, uh, and so is Rick Remender for all intents and purposes. Yeah, this, I agree. This particular, I like this Uncanny X Force. Yeah, it was voted one of the top runs of all time. It's on CBR's poll, it, however, you know, how, however high esteem you hold that poll. Uh, I know it's, and we're obviously we were showing the, the website. Mr. Metz did his tangled webs on this mm-hmm. pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. I think Remender would have done okay with it, but it's, it's one of those things. It's a, it might be a neat idea, but I just feel like we go back to this yeah. well all the time. Right. And like, <laughs> It instantly ages the story, right? Because we know you get bitten by a radioactive spider. Okay, fine. We we just suspend this belief. But we've evolved in the last 50, nearly 60 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I get you want to add gene splicing to it, but like, no. Yeah. Like, I, I, we don't need, we already had a wasp-like character in Spider Wasp, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't need like, I don't need these, these villains. So it was easy to see why it got rejected. Yeah. Uh, especially it's curious as to as to the the timing of it would it have been in a limited series would it have been in brand new it, day Spider-Man? No, it's asm uh it, 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 this was one of those things where 
Wacker's like, give me anything and everything, <laughs> and we're going to throw it in ASM to keep the trains running on time. Yeah. Without like an overall hierarchy. That's why I remember I went back and listened to some of the like the, the big time episodes where we were kind of like, oh God, thank God we have one person, one voice. This would have been just another muddied, muddled. Yeah. Gar- you know, it's a story, not. It, it's a limited series disguised as Amazing Spider Man. True. Yeah. All right, Jr. They asked for it. They asked for Spider Crime, and Here I'm giving go. it to them. <laughs> Let's take a look. More take like Spider Morons. Oh, All right, we're, we, we are not. We, we are in Satan Valley, Arizona, uh, Penal County, uh, is what this is. And here is this bozo, and hungry Howies. And it's like there's nobody. It, first of all, the guy. Wait a minute, aren't they supposed to be making? pizza where are these guys it's a pizza time come on where's the pizza where are the employees where's anybody oh there we go get in the back so basically so basically he finds these guys they're probably smoking weed in some room <laughs> and I, yeah. I, mean, just, I mean just come on look at they're probably out there smoking come weed, on come on you know and, and, what and, happens and, the fame. and the guy just you know okay sorry dude you know it's like you know, the guy's laying down. It's like, well, hell, I wasn't working anyway, so I just <laughs> might as well lay down. All right. And, get, in uh, get in the back. You man. know, it, it's like, okay, guys, I want you to dance. You know, that's what I kind of want <laughs> to wait, wait, did he take the, oh, he took the uh, the lenses out. Oh, yeah. He, well, you can't netting. see out of them. Yeah. Well, you can't see without him. Yeah. So, you know, he, he obviously the guy's saying, okay, I want that weed you're smoking. Well, they must have smoked <laughs> They must have smoked it all out. And then he runs out. It's like, oh, my God, I got to go to the bathroom. That's exactly what it looks <laughs> oh, like. Wait a minute. What, what was this? Yeah, this fell like, down. Oh, is this the trash? And so now we're, you know. It's a fan. It's the trash can over. Yeah. Oh, a, yeah. oh it is yeah. a trash can. I thought it was a fan. You know, but that's exactly what it looks like. I don't see a robbery here. I mean, I just see I just see a guy walking in, you know, and a guy, a guy walking in, not seeing any employees, finding out that they're smoking weed in the back room. They're not making pizza. You know, he asks them for some weed, and they say, well, sorry, man, we're out of it. We don't got no weed anymore. And so he's pissed off, you know, and then he looks for something else to rob. Do you think he has oh, a gun, they, actually? So they look for, he looks for something else to rob. Okay. But then before he finds anything, he's got to go to the bathroom and he runs out. So, you know, okay. do you think he's packing heat? Do you think he's got a gun? He, he did flee the scene with 300 bucks, according to the news story. Well, I, he did read the I, news story. He's probably he's probably got a, he's probably got a gun just like Woody Allen had one in Take the Money and Run. You know he had a oh, gub. Uh, but yeah, it said the man fled the scene with about three hundred dollars. Now see, he's only like deputies say the man may have had a handgun tucked into the front of his waistband. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. I would have liked to see one of he these. He may have things. had an aerosoft gun tucked in his waistband if he had a gun of any type. I was about to say, I would like to see one of these weeded up teenagers go, hey man, you don't really have a gun, do you? <laughs> Boom. So that, yeah, that, that would have been, been awful. Funny. Then they went the to, sus- to show the story there. Yeah. The suspect yeah. was described to be between five feet, one inch. To f- so really it's Wolverine, probably. <laughs> you know, he should have wore Wolverine mask instead of a spider-man mask so really what the story should be instead of you know anyone who has information about the identity of this walk crawling arachnid is advised to call blah 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 what they really should do is say you know what here's here's a mistake in the gene pool anybody who happens to see this guy you know 
just, you know, do it, do it quietly, do it neatly. Don't make a mess, you know, and don't leave us with a lot of paperwork. <laughs> just take it out. You know, Jonathan so. says JR should represent him at trial. <laughs> There's a horrified look behind me right now. Uh, Adam says, this is like the Spider-Man mask killer from the gritty brand oh, new day. Uh, oh my gosh. Jonathan Adam says, JJ was right. He's a menace. I just menace. I just want to state that I'm pretty sure Mark Lamb was the sheriff in Veronica Mars. Oh, that's so, funny. what? <laughs> uh, also, also, if you're going to rob a place, Hungry Howie's Pizzeria <laughs> is like on the totem poles of pizza of James. It's like just a below. I've never little even heard of Hungry Howie. Yeah. Hung Hungry Howie's is like places to rob. No, Hungry Howie's is like if you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, but not Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, it's, go to Chuck e. Cheese it's, it's cardboard with ketchup. <laughs> you're not yeah. gonna make fun of for being the only adult there. Like you just want to go get some never Chuck been e. there. So, in other Spider news, Spider-Man exposes Hang, hang on, I'm going to take this. I'm going to oh. this. Take this story. There it goes into the shredder. Okay, <laughs> great. All right. Also, oh, all right. Who on. has the, who has the expose? Oh, is it? Of is course, it Jr. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, All right. Okay. Now, see, I don't understand how this is works, and I'll have to do some illustrations here, boys and girls. Here oh, is no. the story. Oh, the story oh, says a the story says a driver dressed as Spider-Man exposed himself to a woman at a traffic light. Okay, last week in Molasses, Virginia. Okay, now I'm trying to think. Well, he ran out in front of you know he ran out in front of the car and you know danced around and you know kind of wagged and that was it. Well, a 44 year old woman reported the in incident Friday morning at the intersection of Sudley Road and and Sandra Bullock Drive, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> The woman told the police she was stopped right next to the Golden Corral and the Cracker Barrel. See, here's oh the thing: God. it's like what? they put the map up there. It's like what people are going to go there is like a tourist thing or something. Hey, let's go see where the Spider-Man guy exposed himself. You know, but it's, it's like the. So the woman told police she was stopped at the intersection when the man dressed in a Spider-Man costume in a four-door sedan next to her. Which, I mean, this tells you well, how old the guy... I mean, guys like me drive four-door sedans, all right? Okay, this had to be a middle-aged dude doing this, okay? Yeah. Anyway, it exposed himself while making an obscene gesture. Police said the man then observed the woman in the car next to him, rolled down his window, further exposing himself. <laughs> the victim drove off when the light changed. And it's like, okay, so the guy is in the car, right? So how is, I don't understand how this works. So, you know, basically what we're going to do here, Brad, get rid of the story. We're going to have some illustrations here. Oh, what we're going to do is here, I don't have any toy cars, but anyway, here's the woman driving <laughs> through. Okay. All right. Here's, here's the woman driving through. Now, here is here is Spider Man. Okay. So, I'm thinking, if, how is Spider Man doing this while driving? You know, I mean, he's, well, he he's at the so like if he's in the seat, you know, it's like what does he do? Kind of stand up, you know, and say, "Hey, look at me," you know, and it doesn't say what he exposes. Does he expose this? You know, does he do that? You know, does he do this? I, I mean, I'm really understanding. I'm making sure Mayday's eyes are also covered in this because, man. Oh, 
So she stopped at the intersection. He's in a four-door sedan, too. I mean, it's not like he's he's in a low car, you know, like, for example, and then she could see, like, if she was in a, you know, and then that, you know. So how is this happening? Oh I just God. really don't quite understand how this is happening. So anyway, so anyway, though, and by the way, this is the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man from uh, Spider-Man, the, for the first Spider-Man movie. But you this know. Why you gotta ruin something like that? <laughs> this is where he needs to be. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And this is what you want me to take his mask off and you can yeah. see that. So anyway, there we go. Anyway, so like she drives. It's what? So there we go. Oh my god. PC reenactment time with Jr. says Adam. Okay, we need we need to find that video of Florida man where he was um he was driving while standing out of his um out of his like Jeep or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because that that's now all I'm picturing this guy with just a Spider-Man mask. And like clearly maybe he he listened to our our like watched our giant YouTube wiki show hole and decided to follow that Florida man's footsteps only naked. Oh. That's what I picked up. <laughs> he was here, and he was standing like this. Is that Why? 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 Toby Why? can never keep his mask on. Uh, now, now I'm there's a what box did we do to deserve this? What? Oh. Taking a box. See, now I slightly <laughs> also need to, like, strip my Toby and solidarity. a box. Okay, okay. Vagman, you, you put the web shooter no, no, in a box. Hey, Bankman, what did we deserve to do, do this? You have only one person. You shouldn't be asking me. There's only one person responsible for this travesty. One man who has his own version of what funny is. He's the one who dictates. This this is how like this is how low we've gone, Douglas. We used to be a high. It's just dude. me, right? I'm the host. No, no, no. This isn't. This isn't even. Look, look. This quarantine has been hard on oh God, all of us. We have all gone mad. <laughs> okay, let me. How do we top that one? Who's got something else? Uh, oh, oh, I got to go to Jr. One more time. Oh, oh uh, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Well, Green Goblin's okay. ass. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Spider-Man's butt has become a meme for all. Now, what, what this is, is for whatever reason, somebody thinks it's funny to put like, to have the Green Goblin be in something and Spider-Man be in something like, uh, well, actually, you know what? This, this is missing something. Oh, so, oh, oh crap. More props. Hold on. I'm excited. You know what, what we need to do here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, as I do that story. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, my God. Like a flight. <laughs> it's the flight of goblin if, butts. If you're listening to this on iTunes, so I, I oh. feel so sorry for this, you right now. By the way, Jonathan says, I, look at the goblin hams. <laughs> Goblin is thick. Green confirmed. Goblin is thick. Confirmed. Oh, God. Look at some DMC, guys. Oh, Adam's visuals are a must-see. Uh, this, 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 like, this is like a dream come true. I never thought I'd see multiple <laughs> Goblin butts in my life. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Audio Goblin got back. 
I, I pity Thank those that are audio only right now because I, you just cannot appreciate the level being too long. To of, of goblin ass. We can no longer use prison ass. <laughs> Green eggs and goblin hands. It is now <laughs> goblin ass. All right, oh. take me through this visual aid, JR. First of all, if Zach's woman stays with him after this episode, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I feel sorry for her anymore because oh. obviously it's like we have get we have given her. See, we have tried to we try to protect you, Sarah. We have given you every reason to, 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 to realize to come to your senses why you shouldn't be with this man. Zach didn't pose yeah, his make, fingers make like the that. Goblins twerk. Oh yeah, Jr. You have a request. Make the make goblins, the goblins twerk. twerk. Hold on, make them twerk, Jr. <laughs> Work it. Shake that goblin like a basketball. If you don't, don't shake it at all. Go, JR. Go. All right. All right. All right. So, so, so all right. Bit, okay, JR, to your point, literally, oh, you, you've made this poor woman sob. Uh, like, at this point, uh, like, I'm either going to flag my girlfriend or, or I will never be on the show again. All like, right. Anyway, back to his ass. Okay, I, I, I really can't. I don't know what I can do after that. To be honest, it's like, for whatever reason, people have decided to take this particular scene yeah. and turn it into memes where Spider Man is is represents somebody's anxieties mm -hmm. or that they're running from, and the Green Goblin is whatever they're running from. Like they're like my the Green Goblin is my anxieties and fears. Spider Man is me. Fin Green Goblin is financial responsibility. Spider-Man is the bowl I loaded, which I I'm not sure I get that. That was smoking, JR. Yeah. It's Me at 3 a.m., yep. the shredded cheese in the fridge. Yeah. Hey, so, I like how we have to explain weed-related anything. Uh, I, the fact... I, 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 here we go. This, 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 is, this is one. The far, I understand this one. The far <laughs> I... Me, that one I understand. I put out in another room, and me. Yeah, yeah that's in fact that was probably uh, what's his name, timeshares <laughs> origin or whatever was the gas, you know. For you know the, that that one I, I feel the dog who has something in his. How mouth. about tequila shots and trying to have a peaceful Sarah, night? Sarah, Sarah, it's it's us. My dog, me it's and a... my breakfast. Girl Scout, so, me trying to stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> my phone me at 8 a.m trying to sleep or 3 a.m watching this show <laughs> the demon wait, in the basement wait, go up. <laughs> yeah, yep. all right <laughs> so jr are, are uh, the foo fighters and foo <laughs> there you so go anyway this is ultimately boys and girls this is what i think of this segment oh, oh hold and on brett there you go. What are we doing? Shred time. <laughs> Jr. finally realized that we had to we had to do something against these god awful funny shit that that Brad tries to bring to us. No doubt. And, I and the shredder is a perfect encapsulation of that. I thank you, Jr. Um, and we, we have a request, girls, by the way, and it's mainly Brent Douglas considers bringing the funny. Yeah, that was okay. Let's bring the funny one more time. I want to yes. see Goblin ass. Bring, hold him up. Hold him up. There was, there was uh, a, one last time. There was a request. There was a request in the comments for you to make the, one of them at least do the Macarena. Mm -hmm. Oh, where do you see that? Uh, <laughs> Sarah won't leave. I won't leave Zach if you make the Goblin do oh. the Macarena. Here, real quick, Jr. Hold up, hold up the goblin ass. 
<laughs> I've never said that. Wow. <laughs> Hold up the, the tray of goblin ass real quick. Oh, okay. It's a flight. It's a flight uh, okay, of goblin. Flight. I love I love that Brad is directing. Okay. Everybody smile. This is this this is the cover art. <laughs> All right. Okay, there you go. Oh, uh, I, this the, spider George, news is George, going George, green ass wild, wild, wild. It should all be about webbing ass, guys. Oh my god, George, if you're watching this right now, I understand why you didn't show up for this. <laughs> Anthony says, "Oh my god, look at that goblin's butt." <laughs> uh, I won't leave Zach if you make the goblins do the macro. Oh, I got to it. Okay, LMAO. Oh, oh, we gonna do it? What is the macro? I mean, I've heard of it, but how do you do it? Hey, uh, Macarena. Come on, Javi, you can do it. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Get it, JR. Oh, now, now make him twerk. Hold that butt up. There you go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh my god, what is Zach doing? Okay. Oh my god. Look at that butt. Yep. Oh, <laughs> there are different flavors and textures of goblin ass. I did not know that. Uh, okay. Wow. Uh, hey, who's next? Who's oh, next? Standing goblin ass. You know, what, so. what story is next? Uh, Kelly, I'm, we're, let's take out the we're, trash. Hold on a second. Let me get this. We're gonna up. we're gonna end this on an uplifting and no, I still got more note. stuff. Oh, oh, I think I've got a story. And okay. You, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Kelly, well. trash man, Spider Man, take me through it. Well, um, it is Abbotsford, Canada has a new trash man in their neighborhood, and that is Spider-Man. So a local trash man that they have not been able to identify has been take, getting the trash during, um, during this pandemic, during everything shutting down, has been getting the trash in his neighborhood dressed as Spider-Man. And it's just a really cute story. A bunch of people have sent in photos. And I really appreciate the ending of it um, where they quote J. Jonah Jameson, but as John J. Jameson, uh, yeah. to, <laughs> to get me those pictures of Spider-Man. Um, Spider so I, nice. I appreciate it. It's very, very adorable. That's and good. if someone knows the identity of that Spider-Man, um, Abbots for News really wants to know. Nice. <laughs> it is a, this is how you know that we have reached a slow-ass news day when there's actually an article on a legitimate news site of <laughs> men in Spider-Man costumes. And this is like Brad Douglas's like fever dream. Like we finally <laughs> have reached You know, I'm going nuts, baby. The, the apex of his Google alerts has now <clears throat> They are blowing up with all hey, this crazy. Hey, look, you dress for the job you want. Yeah. Not necessarily a job you have. And this is the perfect time to do it because it's an essential job function. They're not going to fire that guy. He's got to pick up the trash. You can't fire um, Exactly. Yeah. Adam says Norman's never coming back from his treatment by JR tonight. Uh, oh. We talked about goblin ass. There's different flavors. Savory. Oh, God. Uh, say it. It's not over. Hell no, it's not over. I got about 15 <laughs> more of these. <laughs> well, this trash Spider-Man takeover slots run. Oh. It'll probably read better. Okay. Oh. Uh, Zach, you've got this one. We got real life Venom. Okay. Oh. What's okay. this, man? What's this? Okay. So, like, somebody on Twitter sees this gobbledygook and is like, oh, my God, Venom. And 
I'm just not sure that this is not a CGI creation in someone's computer. Like, I, I just... It looks like tar. It looks yeah. like... It looks like some some really bad poo by an animal. <laughs> and, and, that and, came out of goblin ass? Yeah. It, it may have come from goblin ass, in fact. And so, like, it suddenly moves. And I'm like, is this is this real or is this CGI? Is, is this the definition of fake news? Dark matter. Dark matter. I mean, you know, so, like, I mean, I, I, I get it. Oops. People are like, oh, my God. Including our, our good friend Muhammad. I mean, he posted it on the message board. But I'm like, and then somebody decides to make IGN. This is how you know it's a slow news day. Because <laughs> IGN, somebody at IGN's like, I'm I'm still getting paid to write. I need to write something. Let's come up with like this. This like it looks look like that, poo. Look at that stuff. It looks like poo. It's just magnetic slime that someone put on a rock. I guarantee you. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> This is what COVID nineteen has done to us. We we've got this board. Also, this this particular video clip ran circles during uh, Venom's promotional period, and if I'm not mistaken, it is technically just like, I mean, it's it's slime is what it is, and it's like reacting to the heat on the rock. Yeah, if no. I'm not mistaken. That it's slime, and it's reacting to the heat on the rock and the metal from the sword that he's poking. Mm -hmm. with. Yep. Hmm. Sure does look so like a symbiote, so though. It's a it does. Movie from a, over two years ago, Douglas. It is. No, I don't. I don't think it's done because we're all bored. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was done by Sony. It's just I think the original clip of this made its rounds about two or three years ago. Oh. And it's just coming back around. Because that. okay, because here's what happened: the internet. We we are running out of things to like. I never thought this would happen. We have. This plethora of information on these devices, and somehow, some way, we've gotten circled back to things from. I mean, this is not nearly as bad as as Ditko News taking place in 1992, but um, you know, it, it is. However, like it, it's a it's a it's a pile of poo, maybe, potentially. Well, this is what happens when you can't go out and make new content. Yeah, exactly. We have to re we have to recycle old content or or, so, or recycle old fake news. We've come to the end. We've got one left. I started with Javi. I'm going to end with Javi. So and Tom Holland to uh, to segue with Jr. We've got another half naked Spider Man. Oh, um, and Tom I Holland. Right I couldn't find out where this came from. Who challenged Tom Holland? Because Everyone's got to isolate. Someone challenged him to put on a shirt while doing a handstand because it was probably Hemsworth. And I'm not even sure really what the original source was because he didn't post it on his Instagram or on his Twitter. But for doing whatever a spider can, he really struggles. <laughs> granted, there's no way in hell I'm able to do that. So no, I had to talk to him. No. Oh, it may have been too. But. but at the end of it, he challenges Mysterio, possible Raimi Spider-Man, Jake Gyllenhaal to do it, who does it way better than his younger <laughs> counterpart. <laughs> yeah, the old and, man like showed him up. Yeah. yeah. Do you and, guys have uh, the links? Like, yeah, I'll pull up the links. I'll I'll show Gyllenhaal. Uh, and and, and Brad story. and Brad. I, I yeah, it was an Instagram story. 
I have to say this about Holland. The fact that he's wearing a Yankee shirt should break the heart of Peter Parker because Peter Parker, oh. as we know, is a New York Mets fan. Yep. And Mets fans absolutely detest Yankee fans because yeah. they are, in fact, the evil empire. All right. Give give the kid a break. I, I just want to mention that once this started making Twitter rounds, apparently everyone's thirsty comments... <laughs> On this, what, 22-year-old boy, like, made this a sensitive video oh, that you yeah, had to yeah, confirm yeah. your age. <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh. legit, girl, I knew girls from my college who commented on it. Mm -mm. Well, well, here's my thing. I, so, when he films in Atlanta, there's a particular hotel that he stays at. Um, I have a friend... I'm not saying um, for this reason, for this story time. Um, story time. I have a friend who worked in a apartment building of a girl who was in her mid thirties. So like she's now late thirties who decided because she met a guy at a club who worked at that hotel and was mentioning that he stayed there and what room he was in decided to sit in the lobby and wait for him. And then basically bombard him with her other 30 something year old people and I'm sitting here going like all I'm imagining is like th these women are could you know were basically the age of a babysitter for him <laughs> and they are so thirsty for this this boy that they, they are waiting for hours in a hotel room not to mention that just it really freaks me out that I literally, literally, someone's like someone from a hotel is not even keeping security properly and is just telling people his room number. So these stories Facebook on right. Instagram go away after a bit, don't they? They yeah. do. Okay, if they so, don't save them. Yeah, so right. I, I put it on your Facebook on your uh, timeline. Oh, you yeah. did. Okay, so yeah, I just, a video of it. Okay, let me find it. I just, I don't know. I think my thing is, is just because he's so much young, like not mm -hmm. much younger. He's like five years younger than me. I'm just like, he's, he's a baby. He's a tiny little baby. And he, he's literally must protect him at all cost. He, <laughs> he is literally Sarah's age. Like, like Sarah's a year older than him. No, he just had a birthday. His birthday, I think is in November or December. Okay. So he's a, like a year younger oh, is. than Sarah. No, he's actually older than me by like six months and four Okay. Days. Let's take a all look right. at Dylan Hall doing this. All right, here we go. He's 5'8". I like boys who are 5'8". <laughs> he's, do he's doing it better than Peter Parker, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, well, he was going to be Spider-Man, you know, 20 years ago. Oh, back ago. in Toby's day. JR, okay. I want JR to recreate <laughs> this. <laughs> no, that's that's called that's no. the last episode oh, of JR. Wow. I wonder if he's no, got a t-shirt to work with, because he's got a t-shirt and... Um, Tom was working with like a collar jersey. Yeah. yeah, it was more of a fitted shirt, so that, that's a yeah. Little... <laughs> but, but, there is there is one there is one thing that we have not mentioned, and that is Ryan Reynolds' reaction to this. There you go. What, <laughs> what great timing. Here is there audio? It no no no. no. That's the only audio is <laughs> <laughs> like, well done. Well done, Ryan Reynolds. I oh, that's funny. You are Canada's best export. All right. So we're going to end on a shirtless Tom Holland. 
Oh, we had a. Oh, is he talking this thing? Yeah. No, yeah. he's like, uh. well, I got challenged by so and so, and I'm going to do this challenge. I'm going to do this thing. British yeah. And, and yeah. British accent. Like the first arm goes really well, but then the second arm. <laughs> I love playwright. Okay. Uh, well, okay, I will say compared to Jake Gyllenhaal, he's doing a more vertical yeah. handstand, whereas Jake was just oh. well, he's bracing himself more against the wall. Well, yeah. this is like the first like superhero that's like my age. So like this, I obviously relate to a bit more than I did to Lee McGuire or anyone else. Or Garfield. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah, this is, uh, again, if you're listening to us in the audio version, you we need to go see the video. Yeah. The visual aids, especially um, JR. Tom Holland and, and, and JR's asses. Uh, <laughs> you know, by the way, Jonathan says JR is making new content with Goblin Ass. Like, <laughs> like, like, if that doesn't become a meme, like, like a meme worthy type of mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, Neil, we need you to start working on this immediately. Yeah. I want to see a Mad Goblin redesign of the front page. Oh my <laughs> God. Just a flight of goblins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any any butt shot of of the Green Goblin in the comics, we need. We, it's not something we wanted, but now it's something we need. Uh, Venkman, like, no, we have reached the end. All right. Let's let's go around. Uh, final thoughts, Javi. What's going on? Final thoughts. What'd you I, think of the show? It was a lot of fun to to do my first new show. Yeah, you dressed uh, for it. You're, up. you're way overdressed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was. Uh, I'm not sure how much more news we're going to be getting in the months ahead, but it was a good time. I can and, find uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Well, news. News. Everyone, so, please stay safe and stay isolated for everyone's protection. No doubt. Ashley, final thoughts. I have. I'm, I'm gonna go out and say I appreciate all of Brad's funny stories because Aww. they they bring a little light after all of the uncertainty and darkness with you know how Corona is affecting everything and what we may or may not have on our lives in the next coming months. So it's nice to be able to just focus on something that's completely inane and silly and not worry about that at the end. And of the if show. I didn't bring these stories that we wouldn't have goblin ass, like we did this episode, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, we have Zach final thoughts, Zach. Listen, if you're not a, a, if you're listening to this in the audio only version, you're missing out on a lot of stuff. But be sure to follow us on 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 Facebook, Instagram, and uh, is you the do. Twitter still up, Douglas? Yeah, it is, but I, it yeah. doesn't sync to Facebook, so it doesn't get touched very much. Okay, so to follow us on on Instagram and Facebook, also on YouTube, uh, and at Patreon.com/slash Crawlspace. This was uh, we've been doing like live streams of stuff on 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 uh, the YouTube and and Facebook. Uh, so go check those out. They were a lot of well, there's a lot of entertainment. Uh, there as well. We've been trying to, to bring a lot of fun in these very, very yeah. dark times. And so hopefully if you like fun, if you like uh, bringing the funny, <laughs> bringing the funny, if you like goblin asses <laughs> and really great, uh, great people that just have a passion for a character, but uh, have a real, this is where the community is, is going to come together at the, in these times. So, be sure to go to SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Go to Spidey.com too. Uh, we have a bunch of shows over there too, and and so 
we have a lot of content available in these times where you have nothing to do but sit on your ass at home. Stay at home if you, unless you absolutely have to go out for your job. And listen to uh, 600 podcasts. Yeah, we got yeah. 600 plus <laughs> podcasts. Uh, we've got, I mean, if you include all this, all the stuff at Spidey Dude, we got like 40 podcasts of ASM Classics, 30 of the other two show, uh, two of my other shows, and 75 almost of, of Clone Slayer Chronicles. So you've got hours upon hours of content. And eventually, one of my other things that I'm doing is I will add up the amount of hours of content for Douglas to mull about his life choices. How much, <laughs> how many hours I put into this? This is crazy. Yeah. With you all. Uh, let's go give JR the last word. Kelly, final okay. thoughts. <laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed uh, the spider news. Like we had yeah. some serious content, but we also had a lot of fun. And honestly, I am a fan of playing with toys and seeing goblins twerk. So I I think most definitely uh, oh, yeah. no no more awk. I, I only I only want goblins. Thank you. No awk twerking. No oh, no man. no. Um, but, yeah no I I think that this was a lot of fun and I hope yeah. I hope people can in, just enjoy a little bit of light. Yeah, wash your hands. And wash your hands. Especially please. after touching yeah. goblin ass. Uh, speaking of me. goblin ass, JR, your final thoughts. Well, it's, you know, it's time to, to go to bed. So, you know, <laughs> I've my little goblin here. Uh, I don't know exactly hey, how I I, So I don't, uh, I don't know exactly how I can end it. It's, I, I, I never thought that I would hear Brad's choices of what is funny to be a public service like Spidey Dude tried to make it. Uh, <laughs> the, the, you know, that, that. Uh, Listen, but, I, this balance, the stuff with Javi, obviously we spent 45 minutes on it. Uh, There's a lot of, there was a, that, that part was hard hitting. The rest of it was just, let's do some fun shit. So it's exactly I agree, where it was. You know, it's almost yeah. like they're playing that. <laughs> I was about to say, if, and, and Sarah is still there with Zach. I just am. I, Zach, you are unworthy. You are uh, unworthy. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I have an ex-wife. Uh, <laughs> What's he gonna bring it? Uh, uh, he took half my hair in the divorce, and so uh, it, it's finally nice to have have a have a girl that's right by my side that is an, an enabler, um, as as she is, and so she's she's a great gal. How she's still here after goblin asses? No doubt. No. I don't know, but thank you, Jr. Uh. <laughs> Well, it was a go goddamn good show, I think, everybody. God darn <laughs> God darn good yeah. stuff there. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm -hmm.